Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studios, National Mortgage Lender, Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Also, they are the home of the Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We got Tom. We have Zim. Is Peter in yet? He sure is. Yes, sir. Oh, Peter, yes. Peter, pumpkin yes. eater. Good, good afternoon or good <laughs> oh, morning. I wish I, I had say. a dime for every so every time yeah. somebody said that to me going yeah, back to kindergarten. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know what? I was going to say at least your last name was Hunt. It wasn't Hunt, <laughs> but we'll just move on from that. Okay. All right. AF starts tonight. All yeah. right. Uh huh. I'm, Peter, come on. You, this is right up your alley. Yes. Minor league football yeah. is is your deal, baby. Absolutely, yes. Who, who are you picking as your favorite team? Oh. Come on. <laughs> There's no team in New York in this league, so it's very well, they hard. Have, they I, have no, good I, will, I no, I do have, I do have, I do have a a, a, a favorite. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna root for San Diego because um uh, you know buddies with Anthony Beck, who used to play for the Jets, of course, and he is a tight ends coach on San Diego. So I think I might have a little. Rooting interest in San Diego. Oh, they got nice uniforms. Um, hmm. Zim, what do you got? Uh, I'm going with the San Diego fleet as well, but for different reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, running, back, running backs coach Lamont Jordan, a former Jet, ah. and wide receivers head coach <laughs> Azahir Hakeem, the greatest Madden player in the early 2000s. So there you go. And Mike, Mike March is head coach, so I'd love to see some offense. God. Oh yeah. What did you say, Zim? What's their nickname? Um, the greatest show on surf. They should fold that That's team good. just because of the nickname. <laughs> That's good. I like that. It's a horrible nickname. Yeah, it's okay. It's so bad. It's good. All right, D Ben, what do you got, baby? All right, I'm got? not going to make this about New York. In fact, I'm going to make this about Birmingham, one of our best markets. I love our callers from Birmingham. Oh, We've already had someone Birmingham's on the air. Ass. I know, but you know what? They don't get enough love. God. They support this network so well, and they have this awesome team called the Birmingham oh, Iron. Look at that with uniform. these black uniforms. Yeah, this is awesome. Oh, and hilariously enough, like their stadium has the largest capacity in the league. The Birmingham team. So that's wait a minute, my wait team. A minute. They play that's, at Legion Field. Yeah, exactly. That's quite okay, a place. It, it might have a great capacity, but it, again, <laughs> there's certain places there you can't go up to or it's going to fall over. Yeah. So you better be careful, all right? No offense to the old great lady. I was in that stadium once before. I didn't, you know, when I did the XF, the original XFL, they, the, yes, the Birmingham team played there and we, we took a bus from the uh, hotel uh, to, <laughs> to Legion Field and the players are are looking out the window and they're kind of amused by that ride from the hotel to <laughs> to to Legion Field. I'm just saying the old gray lady might need to be put in hospice. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm going to point out. Um. Let's see. Atlanta. No. I kind of Memphis is a wide open city, and Mike Singletary might drop his pants again. <laughs> so that's something I might want to do. 
Salt Lake City's a no. Arizona, no. San Antonio's no. You know what? Tom? Yes. Let me kiss Birmingham's ass with you. I'm going to pick the Birmingham Iron. There you go. That's the way to do it. The the stadium, I like old stadiums, even though, again, that one, there's certain places probably in the corners you don't want to get because it'll topple. Uh, But those uniforms, that logo, that thing is the cat's ass. This thing is nice. Yeah, the other appealing situation here is the head ball coach returning to the sidelines with the Orlando Apollo, Steve Spurrier, my hero. I probably should have picked them for that, but it just seemed like, I don't know. Let's throw Birmingham some love. Well, at least, what do you mean? The old boy, you were going to pick him just because of Spurrier? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Florida Gator fan. Yeah, that's my guy. Oh, okay. Well, at least he doesn't have to recruit here and can leave early. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Hey, Peter, real quick. Yes. Because I know you got to go here soon. Uh, the Universal DH, yes or no? Yes. Yeah, my guy. Yes. Yes. That's Another my American long, League long, fan. Long, long, long overdue. Yes, it is. Thank you very much, Peter. You know we appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. We love your time. And very, very soon, don't think I forgot you, we will have good, strong hockey talk very soon again. Uh, I'm sure we will. As things How heat about up. Warner Wolf talk? What? What? Now, what is that? Real quick, what now, are we talking so, about? Know, well, I sent you that tweet before the yeah. news broke yesterday. I, I wanted you to see that because of the wrestling content. I liked it because I wanted to see it, but then I couldn't because I didn't have sound where I was at. Well, so make, I sure you see go, it. make sure you go back and watch because because he used to do when he he's a longtime sportscaster in New York and he used to okay. do wrestling highlights back in the day when it was just when wrestling was wrestling. But uh, also yesterday, Warner Wolf, who now lives in Florida, was arrested. Um, <gasps> Wait a minute! That's the guy who tore down the plantation yes, thing. Yes, yes, yeah! And I didn't, and I didn't know about that story when I sent you that. When I yeah. sent you that tweet, I had not heard about that yet. And then, like an yeah. hour later, I'm like, "Oh my god!" I sent Ken that thing. Now he got arrested. Yo, his 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 mug shots up there and everything. Yeah, well, people yeah. are calling him a hero. You know that. Well, he was very offended. He thinks plantation is an offensive. Name and when when the the I guess the condo community didn't listen to him, he took matters into his own hands. This is why I tell you people all over, and this is going to be pretty controversial, Peter. You can bow out if you want to. I do not believe in an HOA. I don't believe in a condo board. I don't believe in an HOA. I don't believe in it. Good for Werner. Tom, I know you rent. You're in the city, right? Uh, I'm in Jersey City, but yeah, you're I'm in close. Jersey City. Yeah, I mean, t- I'm telling you, when you move out to the burbs. And you get these HOAs and people go, well, you know, it protects your home value. Yeah, and that's true. In some cases it does. But I got a person who lives, I'm not going to name names. I have a friend who lives in a very nice community. And the company that was like getting the land out there basically went, you know what's up. And all of a sudden they went to use their clubhouse and there was a lock on their clubhouse. Failure to non-payment. Ain't going to do it. And then you had a big problem on your hand. And you got these people. They haven't been in charge their whole lives. And now you're going to put them in charge of your condo board or your HOA association or the the board of your HOA. Oh, sir. Enjoy that. It's bad. My building actually has an HOA. Oh, oh my God. I just don't have to deal with it because we don't own the apartment. We rent from the people who own it. So they have to deal with it. And Uh, it is a nightmare. I said, I sit here and everybody... It, it, listen, if you're gonna, this is this is life experience, okay? There's very few people out there who have never eaten bleep, okay? You're gonna have to at some point. At some point, you're gonna have to do it. And the people who are in charge of these things have been doing it their whole lives, so now they're in charge of something, and they're gonna go at you. And so you're telling me, in the biggest investment you're ever gonna make, 
the biggest investment ever where you were going to owe to somebody for 30 years plus. You're going to let somebody else dictate what color you can paint your shutters and how long you have to keep your grass and what you can do by your mailbox and what you can do for your upfront adornments for, for your own home. You're really telling me you're going to allow somebody else or a board to dictate that? No way in hell. Tom, I will judge from afar. I drive by certain neighbors who still, as of February 9th, have their Christmas decorations out, Ooh. and I judge them harshly. I absolutely do. Because we've had, we've had some horrible cold days here, but we've had some warm days. where You know what? Get your lazy ass up on the ladder. If I can do it, and you know what I look like, if I can get my lazy ass up there on the ladder and get them down uh, on New Year's Day, I think you can get them down too. And I will judge, and I judge those people harshly. But they are, they are still masters of their own domain. And they can they own their home, and as long as they're fine with me judging them from my truck as I drive by, and I'm sure they don't give a damn, then so be it. It's their home. I love it. I, and I live next to one that does have one, but I don't live in it. And it makes me want to do hillbilly things in my backyard just out of spite. Think about that for a sec, Tom. I'm still going to take the Birmingham iron. Did I lose you, Tom? Are you there? Are you I'm just, here. You know, okay. All right. Fine. Jesus I'm I'm. I'm more distracted by the DH and the fact that all these American League fans want to force a DH on the National League. All right, fine. Oh, I was going to get back to football, but I got the next mm-hmm. segment to get the football, so we have Justin Termini coming in. So go ahead, you pig. Tell me why I'm a pig for wanting the DH and well, I'm just confused leagues. what we're going for here. So the uh, aim of the league apparently is to get back a younger demographic and a wider television audience by yeah. shortening the length of games. But that is not the same Which, thing. Which, by the way, I'm going to speak about this probably at the end of the show. I think that's the most asinine idea a professional sports entity could come up with. I totally agree. It's common because sense. It makes no sense. Exactly. You know who advertises? a shortened length of time that you're going to be there. The BMV in a waiting room at the hospital. Not professional sports. That's not a selling point to get people in. I don't think people are all of a sudden going to go, hey, you know what? I found out they cut those games down by 17 minutes. Maybe we should take in a Marlins game now. Nobody's saying that. And football games take forever. Football games take forever. They're stars. There's only so many of them. If you cut down the calendar, maybe you have a better shot at it. And again, promote your stars. I don't care what anybody says. Unless you're in L.A., and some people get hot with this, and this is actually bona fide true. There's a certain amount of players who I think can be recognized. Like I think Bryce Harper can be recognized in cities by most people. I don't think Mike Trout, who is the best all-around baseball player in baseball right now, I don't think Mike Trout would be recognized if he walked down the streets of Atlanta or Washington no. or even New York City. I don't think that he would be recognized. Right. I think that they would just look at him as a, as a pretty – Good in shape white dude. I don't think that anybody would really recognize him. You bring in an NBA player or, in fact, a football player, and they wear face masks and visors in some cases. People know exactly who those guys are. Stop marketing the time that people aren't going to be there. Start marketing your players better. But go right on ahead. Yeah, um, we so were arguing appa- the DH. Apparently, the goal is to shorten the game. But okay, now, so adding the DH now adds to this idea of let's bring some offense, some more offense. We, whatever we, we want to say that they did to the baseballs to try to meet that end. Now they're going to add the DH. It's all in the idea to like copy the NFL and add offense. Okay, but that's not saving time. That's adding time. So now we're doing these these we're pitching all these random ideas and they're they're all pointing towards two different goals. That's my biggest problem. It's not necessarily that I have like this 
I mean, I do have a little bit of traditionalist National League pride about the pitcher hitting, but it, that's not really what this is about. This is about what is that's Major League Baseball's about. actual number one objective here. That's all that's about. That's it. What, what their, what, what's their objective? I don't know. Do they want to shorten games? Do they want more offense? I think Do they actually not want either and just want, want to look like offense. they're trying? You would want more offense. P- people don't care about other th- They want to see home runs. But people They but, don't want to see the pitcher hit. You know how ridiculous it is to see a pitcher hit? Like Bartolo Colon should only be the only pitcher who's allowed to hit. Everybody else. Yeah, I was about to say, that's, that's the it. most entertaining like, part of the game is Bartolo like, Colon hitting. No, and that's ridiculous. That's a shameful thing to baseball when you really think about it. It's like Gary Carter with the helmet without the ear flap. He should be grandfathered in to be the only pitcher who's allowed to hit. I'm, Everybody else, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. I don't care. I don't need to see Chris Sale hit hit national league parks i don't need to see any one of these other guys out there try i don't care i don't care you think anybody pays to see max scherzer go up there and try to hit a baseball no one gives a damn it's the most asinine thing i've ever seen tom it's the same thing i used to bring this up in cleveland all the time it's the same thing as me forcing joe thomas to throw a pass once a quarter it's the dumbest thing necessary everybody else has done things for change for the sake of entertainment for their sport i don't know why baseball can't put a dh in the nl it's the base rules of the game the nine players who are in the lineup all hit that's the base rules of baseball now we've adopted and adapted and evolved and whatever and i can understand that but it's not it's not the same as telling the left tackle to throw a pass because that's not built into the game it's i don't care it's still supposed to be part of it and it's not built into the game for baseball for a pitcher to hit when he specializes in something if you have a specialized specialized position which a pitcher is you shouldn't force that guy to have to hit that's and okay, and I, I can accept that. I think your point of view would be different, possibly, if you rooted for a National League team, but I understand where you're coming from, and I don't even totally disagree. But my what? problem, again, is everywhere I look, I see that Rob Manfred's number one priority is shorting, shortening the game time. But this DH thing is totally contrary to that goal, and I'm just confused. And there are other random ideas that are also conflicting that, that have been thrown around rumored this week. I'm just confused what's happening here. Do they know what they're doing? Is this an act to try to look like they're trying to just get attention right now? Uh, or or are they this confused that they have two separate goals that are actually competing, that they're now pitching ideas to go try to achieve two different things that, again, interfere now, with each other? Now, I'll make this clear. Manfred has said it's not going to change for 2019. The, the way things are the way things are. But let me bring Zim in. Zim, what's more entertaining? Now, what what fan are you? Who's your favorite baseball team, Zen? I'm a I'm a Yankees fan, so obviously yeah, American League. No, I know if see, I was if this, I was National League, you would have. Po- yeah. See, this is what I'm pointing out. If you're a Mets fan, you got two on, you got two out. You're in the sixth inning. You're trailing by one. What do you want to see come up ninth? Maybe a light hitting hitter, but a guy who hits, or your pitcher. That's basically just telling everybody, hey, you might as well go up to the popcorn stand because that's it. That's you're the ma- end of this inning. You're making an excellent it argument. Though, the other way. Runs no, it no. killed. What are you going to give me strategy? Is yeah, that what you, you're gonna exactly. Give me? Oh, that's, that's the, the worst dumbest thing ever. Thing ever. Right, I mean, that is baseball. Ever. Do we like this sport or not? Go I don't watch, know. Go watch chess. Go watch oh, chess. If any, no, no, no hold on, that. Ken, hold on. If if anything, it adds more strategy. Strategy because then no, strategy. if if anything, it adds more strategy because you're saying okay, now I actually have to face an actual hitter with two guys on. I can't just throw fastballs down the middle and know is. he's going to ground out. No, there but, the, other, but yep. the manager in the National League has to decide whether or not they want a pinch hit for the pitcher or whether it's worth leaving the pitcher and then who to pinch hit and then who to replace the pitcher with. It adds That's, a whole bunch oh, of boy. stages of this thing. Oh, man. And for the for the hardcore baseball fan, for the one who appreciates the nuance, there is something to that. But, but to, who else matters, fans, Ken? 
regular fans. Who you are the regular, regular fans? fans that don't actually like baseball but are people, there just to see home runs? I'm lost who, on this. People who want to see stars. People want to see stars. That's but, who it what is. What stars? You, think, you said it yourself, no, no. Mike Trout isn't even recognizable in New York City. The, They're still and, stars. And that's what they need to be pushing. They need to be pushing players. They need to be pushing their 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 feelings. They need to be pushing their personalities. That's why I like Bryce Harper so much. Because you know why? Because he's a bit of an ass and people hate him. So that's why I like him so much because he gets the conversation going. I've had whole segments about Bryce Harper and his behavior with the Washington Nationals. That's fun. What do you think we started off the show with today? Kevin Durant and his asinine behavior because he gave me something to talk about. He gave us something to talk about. We do this in sports. So that is still a way where the NBA that has a terrible too long regular season, the NBA is able to bridge a beginning of a year where 98% of the teams don't have a shot to get to the finals than to get to free agency. In between, they push players and their personal records and what they go for. Major League Baseball, how many players, how many guys did Max Scherzer strike out last year? How many guys did Max Scherzer strike out? He set set like a record, and no one gave a damn. No one cared. Nobody gave a you-know-what. I almost said the word you had to dump me. Nobody cared. That's ridiculous. I should be talking about Max Scherzer other than he can strike a lot of people out, and one eye is a little bit different. He reminds me of the dude from Wade's World, too. That's the only thing that you get to talk about with Max Scherzer. That's stupid. Regular fans. It's it's not just the ardent, hardcore baseball fan that goes that should go to a baseball game. Do you think everybody who goes over to MetLife Stadium is the, is the hardest, most knowledgeable Jet fan in the history of the Jets? Of course not. That's oh, the that, difference. That's no. Football Hell is much easier. No. Here's the thing. Here's a, here's a better way of putting it. You could put a Bryce Harper on every single team, and you could put a Clayton Kershaw on every single team, but that's one out of nine batters and one out of five starting pitchers. When you're watching the Chiefs versus the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady are on the field the entire time. So it takes a much more casual general sports fan to stay entertained and locked in to either Mahomes or Brady being on the field every second versus waiting Listen, around for uh, we, Bryce we, Harper to come up and hit. We, it's we just push a, these guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's go just ahead. a tougher sport. It's it's a sport for people who appreciate it more, which is why I think it's a mistake for them to chase oh, people go. who aren't going to lock in when they have fans. They have people showing up for season tickets in Cleveland and St. Louis and Milwaukee and Kansas City. Why don't you do make your sport about those people who you still have? Instead of chasing imaginary no, that's, that's eighteen fine. year olds, that's who you're trying to compete with Brady versus Mahomes on, you're uh, never going to that, do it. That's not a competition, but you can make people be- better baseball fans by just getting them in the ballpark in the first place. And to sit there and tell me, well, you see, you folks don't appreciate the nuance of it. Oh, okay, well, that's going to tell people they're dumb. That's always going to get people in the ballpark. I want you to tell just, me I'm stupid. Just play Come your on game. In. They don't have oh, to lecture. Yeah. Just play the game the way it always has okay. been for 130 yeah, yeah, years. Ba- ba- telling a baseball fan not to lecture non-baseball fans. Good luck with that, Hoss. Good luck with that. 855-2124-CBS. What's the number for Mets tickets? What's the number for Mets tickets? I want to know. We have 420 hits here in Cleveland. Give them a call. Watch Terry Francona play chess. 420 hits. I love that. That's amazing. Oh, no. They want, you want, you want the strategy of it involved. Oh, the strategy. Regular fans don't care about the strategy. Regular fans care about stars. Let's make it a they home run derby hit. Let's just make the sport a home pre- run derby. But, but, Let's just do that, you know? Tom, with launch angle and with the way that we see more strikeouts than we ever have and more home runs altogether than we ever have, that's basically what it is, is glorified high, fast pitch and home run derby. it's a terrible product. That's why nobody likes it.
<laughs> it's not helping. Okay, well then we'll continue to let pitchers pit. will not we'll, we'll, pitchers hit. We'll never have any more of the uh, n- no more offense. We'll just kill innings when the pitcher goes up to hit. That's what we do. Oh, it's strategy over here. Oh God, let me score more runs. Help out the pitcher. Why does the pitcher need to help out his own case when he sucks at what he's trying to do up there? Eight five five two one two four CBS. All right, that was a spirited one. Coming up at eleven thirty five, eleven forty. Justin Termini going to join us. NBA today on Sirius XM NBA Radio. Coming up next, I'm going to hold off the McVay thing because uh, you know what? If you want to know who's more important between B- Brady and Belichick, tell you what, Bob Kraft seems to know. Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. I heard Tom getting into fights with callers over the DH during the break. That was fantastic. We have Justin Termini joining us here in less than about 10, 15 minutes. I'll tell you what, if you want to know who's more important to the Patriots, and I'll expound on this a little bit later on, you got to ask Bill, You got to ask Bob Kraft. Because, hey, and it, I know that Tom Brady likes to go in for the real thing. And to, like, pause and make sure I said that right. I know Tom Brady likes to go in for the real thing. I've never kissed my boss. I've never made my boss that much money. He's never made me that much money myself. So there's a difference. But you saw that moment. And obviously, in sports talk radio and morning shows, we talked about that on Monday morning going, wow, he kissed kissed Bob Kraft. And I know Tom Brady has a history of, of kissing people on the lips. Again, going in for the real thing with everybody. Mom, dad, brother, sister, cousins. Obviously, your wife, your children, Bob Kraft, okay. I don't think you're ever going to see Bill Belichick kiss Bob Kraft on the lips, but again, to each their own. Perfectly fine with that, securing your own masculinity and whatnot. Go right on ahead and go ahead and do so. I've never had to done it again. We've never made each other that much that much money. But even going back to Deflategate, this is one of those examples. I, I think about this often. People want to give Belichick most of the credit. For whatever reason, they hate Tom Brady. Maybe it's Deflategate. Maybe it is. I think Bob Kraft needs to know, and I think he does, and that's one of the examples of how he does, of what stirs the drink. Could Bill Belichick have done that with Jimmy Garoppolo if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy and Tom Brady would have been pushed aside? There's a possibility, but it's an unknown. What you do know, though, is that Tom Brady could get the job done, and Tom Brady did get the job done five times previously up until this six and now six. You go with what you know. The Patriots and Bob Kraft has been a good owner since he first took over, I believe, in what, 94? He's been a good owner. There's been some bumps in the road, but you can tell with his relationship with some of his former players. I know one of his former players very, very well. He has been an exemplary owner over that time and good with the players. Because while there's great coaches and there's great schemes, there's guys who have to fill that out on the field. And for Sean McVay having to deal with this, Jared Goff, I don't know if that's the case. But I do know on the other side, and this isn't a side-by-side comparison. This is a generational comparison and what actually gets the job done in that comparison. Sean McVay could do everything he could, and I really do believe he tried. He put the game plan on himself. He put things on his own shoulders. He was upset with himself afterwards. But he wasn't the one who double-clutched to Brandon Cooks and gave Jason McCourty time. He can't throw the ball for him. Bill Belichick had come up with every single great defensive system and did a great job against the Rams last Sunday. But he can't throw the ball for Tom Brady. He couldn't have done it five times previously, and he couldn't do it for this sixth time when it went to Rob Gronkowski to put them in a position to score a touchdown. 
Sometimes you get by based on those smarts, and Bill Belichick has done a phenomenal job, but you got to get by with the tools. And Bob Kraft certainly knows that. 855-2124-CBS. Coming up next, Justin Termini going to join us from NBA Today on Sirius XM NBA Radio. And at noon, I got a deal for the Lakers. And I tell you what, it's pure excellence. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. That's CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by GEICO. You can save money by switching to GEICO. You go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. You do that, Chuck Norris won't come down and kick your ass. I forgot, Tom, we're on on Saturday next week, correct? Correct. Got to get a NASCAR driver on. Got to get somebody on. Okay. I've, I didn't realize we are a week away from the beginning of the 2019 NASCAR season. We can do that. I know some oh, people. Oh, man, I'm excited. Joining us right now to not talk NASCAR, but to talk NBA, we welcome in Justin Termini. Find him on Twitter at Termini Radio, but good luck spelling it because it's spelled a little bit differently than it's pronounced. He is a host on NBA Today on Sirius XM NBA Radio, and he's a pretty good guy. Hello, Justin. How you doing? I'm sitting in my car right now in a parking lot, so maybe that'll suffice here uh, for some NASCAR knowledge. What do you know about NASCAR? Justin, I know, here comes I know nothing. Joy. I know nothing about uh, about NASCAR. I barely know about the NBA, and that's what I'm paid to cover. So I absolutely know nothing about NASCAR. Well, that's a good point, right there. I got to tell you, Justin, you do know a lot about the NBA. Come on, that's why we had you on because your knowledge of the game it is just so profound that I had to get your thoughts on the trade deadline and everything that went down. But first things first, were you surprised that Anthony Davis was a little bit surprised that people actually booed him last night? you got to be insane to actually think that they're going to cheer you. Like, I wanted to see how much passion they boot him with down there, and that would tell me, like, does this organization have a future in that city or do they need to move to Seattle? I mean, I know you're a Cleveland guy. If LeBron at some point had said, I am leaving, even though we knew he was leaving, if he said, I am leaving, it is guaranteed I don't want to be here anymore, fans would boo him from the the time he walked out of the tunnel to the time the game was over if they saw him in the street. Like, you know, a passionate sports fan base would do that. So for him to be shocked is just ridiculous. And then you had, like, I saw Matt Barnes, a couple of other people going, like, why are they booing Anthony Davis? Like, clearly the guy doesn't want to be there. Yes. I'm shocked that he would think that he's uh, going to be booed. Justin, I I got so upset about it. I mean, I went on an impassioned rant to start the show today because – I think that we have this fake sensitivity around these players of, well, I can't believe you guys, you jackals in the media, would ask Kevin Durant these questions. First off, Kevin Durant gave me exactly what I wanted. I got something to talk about. And with the other players out there, yeah, I guess in certain instances, I'm sure there's a way I would feel bad for a guy. But, you know, Harrison Barnes has paid $24 million a year. Part of the reason he's paid that much money is to deal with things like this and trades like this. I I cannot cry crocodile tears for a regular run-of-the-mill NBA player who's going to different places. And for whatever reason, some of these players have hoodwinked people into saying it's our fault, it's other fans' fault, and that we should be more sensitive to the needs of guys who make $24-plus million a year. Then sign a one-year deal if you don't want that, okay? So sign a one-year deal so then you can become a free agent again and you can move on at that point. It's, it's as easy as that. If you don't want to deal with uh, you know, the possibility of getting traded, then sign a one-year deal. The other thing is LeBron gives you the Instagram post where he's ripping like teams and owners for shipping a guy out and having Harrison Barnes play. Well, apparently, according to reports, they notified Barnes before the deal 
that he could potentially be traded, and he wasn't blindsided. LeBron said he was blindsided, but I didn't see an Instagram post where he recanted or spoke to the media and said, you know what, I didn't know all the facts. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, or I apologize for speaking out of turn. So he was apparently notified that he could be on the move uh, as well. So I'm not feeling bad for any of these guys. Well, another thing, yeah, and another thing, Justin Termini joining us here on the show. Another thing here is, okay, if we're bringing up Kuzma, we're bringing up Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram's a part of these conversations for trading people. These are guys on your own team that are being talked about being traded here. Let's not talk about the double standard when you're the reason you're going to trade these players. So you want to blame it on the team, but in fact, they ain't trading them just because Magic Johnson wants to trade them. They're trading them because obviously there's something in the background where you are telling them that this would help us facilitate something to get Anthony Davis, who you believe, and everybody would know, is a much better player than those players. Yeah, after a month earlier when he said he would love to play with Anthony Davis, and then the previous year LeBron had also wanted everybody traded in Cleveland, so I don't want to hear him crying tears. Do you think that there is something going on in that locker room where those players resent LeBron right now, going back to what happened the other night when they were getting decimated by 40-plus? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the perfect way to, to, to get everybody back on track is a win where I'm sure even during the game, like there's resentment towards LeBron, Rondo hits that shot, and then you forget about it, and they all converge on Rondo. Best possible scenario, but of course there is. Like, for example, if your bosses want you fired, right, then yeah. you and your co-host maybe can bond over that, okay? But if your co-host wants you fired, then there's resentment with the co-host, and then maybe the product is, is hurt a little bit. So I don't there have any is. problem with Magic wants him traded. That could bomb the team. But if guys within the locker room want each other uh, traded, I think it can create a massive issue. Who was the one who put themselves in the best positioning to challenge the Golden State Warriors if there is a team? Uh, I, I would say I would guess it's, it's Milwaukee uh, just because of the length that they have the depth that they had. Uh, they added Miritich uh, to, uh, to a lineup that's already very deadly from three. I think they're uh, the average in the second most threes in the, in the sport. And Miritich is average in the ninth most individually threes in the sport. It opens up the lane for Antetokounmpo. Right now he's my MVP. He's been the best player in the sport. So I think they're set up the best. I would say that Boston maybe is the second best. If they can find some depth in Philadelphia, maybe they're third. And then Toronto is fourth. So really Golden State is lucked out here. And that the next four best teams, are all probably in the Eastern Conference. Justin Termini joining us on the show. How much will Mark Gasol be able to help Toronto? I don't think too much. I mean, he's 34 years of age. If you look at his numbers over the last two months, after a hot start during their 15-9 and nine start in Memphis, he's tailed off significantly. Uh, he's, he's a guy that deals with injuries. I didn't like that addition as much as some, uh, some other people did. It will help him out defensively. He's far better than Valanciunas defensively, but I don't think it makes him better. Like, if I had to rank the four teams in the Eastern Conference, I would say they're fourth. Uh, they've struggled as of late. Lowry seems to be a little bit displeased. His name was in rumors. His back is giving way a little bit. So uh, I, w- I would say that at the trade deadline, the three teams that made moves, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Toronto, Toronto helped themselves out the least. And Boston is just naturally getting a little bit better right now, despite the loss the other day. So thinking this way, and, and you can correct me at any time, Justin, because you pay closer attention to him than I do, but I watch Toronto. There seems to be a lot of pick and roll to a guy who's open for a three, Marc Gasol doesn't seem to be that guy. They don't cut to the basket very well. That's something that Marc Gasol would be able to help them do. I don't really want to make him a spot-up shooter. So you talked about the defense, but can he really help offensively to that team? Or is it something where, hey, we can find a way. He's a talented basketball player. We're still going to make this work because we want to take a run at this thing. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you can you can find a way to make it work, especially since one defensively he's an upgrade, and all four teams are great True. defensively now in the Eastern Conference at the top. Boston's top five, Milwaukee I think is second. Philadelphia's got Embiid, Simmons, and Jimmy Butler who are all plus 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 defenders. So I think he helps you defensively on the offensive, and it gives you a little bit of a different dimension. Even though he's not as dominant as he was before, he's led I think for the last five or six years uh, the NBA in elbow touches. So a fantastic passer, and when you're a fantastic passer, I think he can fit into any offense. Justin Termini joining us on the show. Okay, now, I, you know I'm a fan, and I cover a team that was has won 11 games this year now after a sterling four-year run in the E. Who should I be pulling for to make a run at Golden State, or should I just be pu- pulling for Golden State to then in turn enhance what the Cavaliers did in 2016? You, you gotta, you got I would, I guess I would pull against uh, uh, the field and pull for Golden State. So you're the uh-huh. only team that has beat them, right? <laughs> so you're the only team that, that's beat them. That's what I would do. I'd be petty like that. Plus, it's, it's like I, you don't even need to count the championships. They don't count. The first one counts with Steph Curry and Draymond and, and Clay. It's one of the great seasons of all time. Very yeah. few teams have won 67 games of a championship. Since they got Durant, none of the championships count. They're, they don't count. Well, Justin, my, my, since always, and I can't really remember. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it was a John Starks thing. My my f- second favorite team always co- coming up were the Knicks, and then my Western team were the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, there's some about Milwaukee, though, man. That that whole vibe, that with the city like in Giannis and the whole thing, kind of want them to take a swing at it, man. Kind of really yeah, like you, Milwaukee. Oh, you feeling the same That's way for them? Yeah, just because, one, they're kind of like a similar market to Cleveland, the team that you work for and where you're from, in that you assume nobody wants to go and play there, even though it's a great sports town, and guys should want to go there if they care about passion and fan bases. But, like, you're You're right. Milwaukee has no shot because nobody ever wants to go there, and Anthony Davis doesn't want to go there, by the way. He just put that on the list because he knew that they couldn't trade for him. Uh, And plus, you've got a guy in answer to Kumpo. I deal with these guys. He is by far and away one of the elite superstars as far as dealing with the media. He's a genuinely nice kid. Uh, I think he wants to be there, uh, and uh, and it's hard not to pull for a guy like that. Absolutely. If you're going to pull for a team uh, to, to dethrone Golden State, that would be the team to me. At the risk of having KD call in and scream at me, where do you think he will be next year? Uh, I think he's going to be in New York. Everything you've heard behind the scenes, like he put himself in a, he kind of like boxed himself in. He's like, I have nothing to do with New York. Now he's going to look like he was lying, and the media was right all along if he does go to New York. All I had heard last year uh, from from people well-connected behind the scenes is that him and Durant, even though they didn't have uh, two max spots open at that time, was that him and Kyrie or Kyrie and, and Jimmy Butler wanted to team up in, in New York. So I think that's what's going to happen. I think Kyrie is going to leave Boston. I think Durant is going to leave Golden State. They're going to team up uh, in New York. Do you think with what went on with Anthony Davis, the NBA cited those rest rules uh, from what we read yesterday? I, I, he did have a finger injury here. Could you could you take an injury? Because I'm about to talk about something noon Eastern here. Could you take an injury and stretch that out and kind of make that a little bit more palatable to keep a guy out or? Can the NBA really get in and force your hand and make you play a guy? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it looks like Toronto has stretched this Kawhi Leonard's injury into a second uh-huh. season. The guy sits uh-huh. out every single game. Uh-huh. Uh, so you can certainly probably do that. The issue is that you're going to have Rich Paul and Anthony Davis come out and say he's 100% healthy and deserves to be on the floor. Uh-huh. I think Anthony Davis may eventually at some point say he doesn't want to play anymore because it's going to affect his per-game averages if he's playing 25 minutes a game sitting out the fourth quarter, and that's going to make his season look a little bit worse and historically affect his numbers back in the basketball card. So mm-hmm. I can see Anthony Davis at some point shutting himself down. So could you see that with the Lakers and LeBron with the groin injury? Well, I mean, his legacy is too important in regards to getting to the postseason because uh, I'll be all over him if he misses out of the postseason. I mean, well, that's you and me, but when you no think about that. For not doing that, first of all. And second of all, uh-huh. LeBron, as you saw the other day with the post on Instagram, is too concerned with his overall place in history uh, in regards to individual statistics. He wants to catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, so it's going to be harder for him to do that if he's sitting out 10, 15 games without a, you know, without a, a real injury. I don't think he wants to uh, delay his chase for Kareem and the all-time scoring list. You have a higher standard among the NBA than I do, so don't take this as a shot. 20, 30 years from now, will people care what either you or I say about LeBron and his, his legacy? If he sits uh, out. I, no, because here's what people don't do. They don't care about what people said about Magic and Bird. I think those guys are mm-hmm. forgotten. Their greatness is forgotten. You look at guys like you're seeing, like Rick Barry's name on all these lists, James Harden's passing. Nobody gives a, a rat's you-know-what about Rick Barry because the media doesn't do a good enough job in covering the pass. You've got Mark mm-hmm. Jackson saying that Dwayne Wade's better than Jerry West. That's a bunch of hogwash. Jerry West is a better player than Dwayne Wade. But people don't care about 10 minutes ago, never mind uh, you know, 30 years ago. So uh, LeBron's legacy is going to be diminished a little bit in 30 years. He'll be viewed as not as good. Jordan, there'll be somebody else in the media then will be living in the moment and not care about him, never mind me and you. I love you. I wish I had more time. Justin, thank you so much for the time. We're going to run you down again soon. All the best, buddy. Sounds good. Talk to you soon, Ken. Good luck next week with the NASCAR driver. <laughs> thank you very much, Justin Termini. Joining us on the show, NBA Today on SiriusXM NBA Radio. Find him on Twitter at Termini Radio. I'm watching practice right now, man. They're going around in circles doing a hell of a job. I think we're having Rusty Wallace on my morning show next week. I'm excited, baby. I'm not the NASCAR fan I once was. But this is one, you get to the old, what used to be the Winston. Now it's the all-star race because, you know, they don't allow smokes anymore. Still, I got it. It's back in there. My son's like watching it, so at least I got that going for me. 855-2124-CBS. I wanted to ask Justin a poignant question on purpose because coming up next, I got an idea for the Lakers, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's pure excellence, but you got to hear me out. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 